Hey guys, it's Kat. So before today's episode starts, I wanted to plug my Patreon. By contributing every month, you'll get access to exclusive episodes and creative content. The funding helps me afford new equipment and a better listening experience for you. The link to that Patreon is going to be www.patreon.com slash I'll leave that link in the description below, but if uninterested, enjoy today's episode. Bye. Test, test, one, two, three. Test, test, one, two, three. Hey guys. Welcome to Brain Food. This is episode three of season three, and I have another special guest today. Hey, um, I'm Trisha. Um, I like long walks on the beach, and I like sitting on couches. Oh my god, Trisha was like my first friend here. You yeah. were. Remember when Sam came up to me? Yes. And then we didn't see each other, and then we saw each other in that mm-hmm. class, and we were like, oh, and then forever blossomed. All Sam told me, she was like, I got this like really tall, like athletic friend. And she's an illustration, and you all got to meet. And I was like, okay. And, and then, then we, we met. met. And, and then it was beautiful, and a friendship blossomed. I was um, I was a little out there at first, mm-hmm. but you warmed up, and it worked. So we're good. But oh, my gosh. It was beautiful. And now me and Trisha, like, we have a bunch of classes together, and we're, like, friends now. And and she agreed to be on my podcast. Um, but today, we're going to drop we're gonna drop an atomic bomb with the word. We're going to talk about binge eating today. Because because you struggle with it and I struggle with it. Mm-hmm. But you have more experience than I do for a longer time. So, oh my God, the Southern, it's coming out. It's something All about right. me. It is something about you. So, tell me about where you grew up. Okay. So, as a child, first, my parents are from Philly, which is so random because they eventually moved to, like, very rural Virginia, mm-hmm. which is where I grew up as, like, from probably ages, like... Um, not born to <laughs> preconceived to, born, to pre- preconception to conception then to age 11 oh okay and so i grew up on like a very like um like a lot of acres of land and i used to go outside and just like get lost in the woods and get scared but it was still fun you guys like i swear it was fun um one time i found a coconut in the woods i don't know why was it rotten no it was just there it was just it appeared i don't know maybe it was an offering uh who knows <laughs> was, you told me there was cults out there were you the oh, one no, who told no, me no. that? that was, that's in West Virginia. West Virginia, right, right, right. Virginia right, right, right. From right. my adolescence. Okay. And we moved a couple uh, minutes down the road from a cult. Sometimes they dance under the moonlight. Fire? Um, yeah, around the fire naked, like the women do. <laughs> like midsummer? Something like that. That's crazy. It's iconic, though. Like, go you. <laughs> okay, so we're going to start with some questions. Okay. And I don't want to, like, burden the mood, but we're going to have to go there. You talking to me? <laughs> you talking to me? Are you talking to me? The, the Who are you talking to? <laughs> the poster behind me. That's where that from that movie's from. Whoa. You see, you, you know, see, you taxi look driver. Like Robert De Niro. We had the same birth chart. That's why. Mm. Mm. That Leo Pisces. Mm-hmm. Okay. To you specifically, um, what is an eating disorder to you specifically? Not like generalized. Like, what was your experience with it? What did it mean to you? Um, I think that when it like first, I was young when it first like started doing its thing for me. Mm -hmm. um so I didn't really know like what it was I didn't even like know there was a title for it I just knew like hmm I like food I like food but also like food is not like me and like food is a problem yeah food is problematic for for me (laughs) we gotta Um, cancel her no seriously food needs to be canceled like throw her away (laughs) um what was the question again (laughs) (laughs) to you what um oh what is it what is it to you like Uh, it's when it started getting in the way of my daily life and it started like really affecting how I saw myself and mm-hmm. how I felt like others were perceiving me. Yeah. Even though, you know, nobody was perceiving me in any specific way. Because something I've learned later in life is it is not that serious. Like, nobody cares about you except, like, your close people. And, like, yourself. Yeah. 
Like, like that's really it. You're perceiving you way more than everyone else is. Except sometimes when I got stuff on my shirt, you do pick that off. No, I do. Because <laughs> I, I perceive. You do I perceive, perceive that hair on your shirt. <laughs> or like, what What did I have in my you face? I said, you got gum on you. No, you said you got a bat in the cave the other day. <laughs> you said that. I did? Yeah, you did. Bruh. Where's You're like, you got a bat in the cave. And I was like, what? Oh, you had a booger hanging out. had a booger out. hanging you out. You had a big, big old time. booger. But I'm happy that you said that because imagine. I'm like, I'm never going to leave you with, like, food in your teeth. No, also, that's you got a little, you got spinach, you've been eating a salad. What the? <laughs> you got something on your face, Dad. What is that? I don't know. It's a bug, girl. No, that's lint. That's hella lint. What's in my teeth? Wait, wait for real? No, you got these nuts in your teeth. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is what I'm talking about. I needed this. Mm-hmm. I need this because sometimes I'm like, so when you try to kill yourself and it's just that for an hour and I'm like, it's I like, love you and I love talking about that, but. I need a break. Like, what I need was it like when your parents passed? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, my mom told me, my mom told me one time when she first started going here, her mom passed away. Yeah. And then she went to her professor because it was over the weekend when it happened. And she was like, I'm so sorry that I didn't do my assignment. Um, my mom actually died. And he was like, you're lying. Bro. <laughs> like, he was fully like, you know, that scene from Ferris be like, yeah, yeah, yeah like, you Did know, you some of the corpse. Summon the corpse. You got to roll her on over here. You got to show me. My mom's that bitch, though. She would wake up from the dead and be like, how dare you speak to my daughter like that? Uh, Capricorn. Mm, my mom's a Capricorn, true. too. My, mine's Capricorn. Cap. No cap. Detected. <laughs> okay. 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 At what point in your life were you like, hmm, this is a problem? Like, not like at your breaking point, but like you started to notice like, mm. oh, like I'm struggling with something, but I don't know how serious it is yet. Yeah. So I think, so I first started forming it in sixth grade because... Put it close to your mouth, girl. Yeah. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, I first started, I think, in a sixth grade. Like, I can pinpoint exactly what started it. Mm-hmm. Obviously, I had other issues underlying that probably contributed to it. But my mom, she was overweight and she had diabetes and oh, she was trying to combat that. I didn't know that. Yeah. Okay. And because you can, you can kind of like put yourself in a place where you are very much managing it Mm -hmm. if you're good about like your sugar intake and stuff so she started on keto because you know you don't take you don't intake any carbs like carbs are a big problem for people with diabetes so she started on keto and she was like hey daughter do you want to do keto and i was like i don't know what that means but like work yeah we'll do it oh shit and then i was on of my first diet at 11 And it, um, I knew that, but I didn't know that your mom had diabetes. I didn't know yeah, that. That's yeah. why she went on it. Yeah. Um, but she, I think she has problems with her like body Self. and herself with all of that. So I think she was a little critical of my, me yeah. as a kid. Yeah. Um, specifically when we started that diet, because like if I wasn't following it, she wasn't following like, you know, she needed s- someone to support. do it with her. Unfortunately, that happened to be me at 11, yeah. <laughs> which was an L. Um, but like I started to get like ashamed of like eating and certain things in front of her really? and in front of my family. And so I would hide it and it felt like it was like a secret or a dirty little secret. And I had to restrict everything. Um, so I started like hiding it in my room and like under my bed and stuff, like sneaking downstairs in the middle of the, the night. girl interrupted. Yeah. Like that girl with yeah. that chicken. Yeah. I mean. Literally me <laughs> with the chicken. Um, but then like it slowly started becoming more and more of a problem. I started eating more and more. Um, I would eat, like, uh, a lot of the things that were, like, allowed foods, quote-unquote, uh-huh. like, in front of my family. And then I would eat, like, a lot of the things that weren't allowed. So I started to gain a lot of weight. And I, I've always had, like, a fluctuating weight. Mm-hmm. But 
um, this definitely affected that. And I think middle school, like later middle school is probably when I was starting to like be like, okay, yeah, this is an issue. Maybe yeah. eighth grade. So like how old, like you were 11 when you moved. Was that already like, did you start that diet and then you moved or were like you were like already into that? No, uh, we started that diet when like after we moved, okay. like when I came to West Virginia okay. uh, with my mom and my family. Um, so it was like, it was like, um, a strange transitional time. Mm-hmm. And then like food became also like a stabilizer for that. Cause I didn't really have a lot of friends. Uh, you know, my mom was like being a little critical of my weight. Like people were, so that mean. was your safety net. Yeah. 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 So like that, that's something I was going to ask you. I was like, did it start from like overeating, undereating? Did that ever come from a place of comfort or did that come from a place of like someone telling you? Or, like, you thought people were perceiving you the wrong way, and you were like, oh, I got to change this about myself. Do you mean just, like, in general? Just in general, yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like um, it was a a little mix of both. Mm -hmm. Like, I definitely felt like uh, I was being told what to do, and I don't love that, especially with something as, like, delicate as, like, food and weight. Like, should you really be eating that, or should you be doing that? Um, but also like it was food was comfort. Like I grew up like eating a lot. In I was always a chunky little kid. I was on the south, man. You're eating sweet tea and <laughs> alligator and and like so the most delicious things, <laughs> just the most yummy, yummy little sweet things. potato pie, sweet potato yams, yeah, p- pumpkins, pumpkins. Mm-hmm. You know we go to the orchard. You get an apple. Get apple from the orchard. You make an apple pie. My oh. apple pie. <laughs> You're, we're like sick we're like having a serious conversation and then we're just like transition into eels escalators eels <laughs> so fucked um going into your adolescence like was there like you were consistent with one way of eating or was it always just fluctuating or did you like kind of stick to like your own kind of little routine or was it always something different every day and you're just in a cycle of like I think by the time I entered, like, I think middle school was when binging was, like, my biggest problem. But then I got to high school, and it started to be a whole binge and restrict cycle. Yeah. So I would, like, eat a whole lot. Like, I think I hit my highest weight probably in, like, um, sophomore year. I was probably, like, 190, 200, Mm -hmm. something like that. Um, And just, like, at that point, I think my mom had stopped, like, commenting on that kind of stuff because she was like, okay, something's out of hand. And my mom, I love my mom, but she's an avoidant personality. Like, she will no avoid conflict. a problem. Yeah. Like, I told her I had a problem in eighth grade, and I think she just, like... Didn't know how to respond. Didn't know how to respond to it, and probably was thinking, oh, I wonder if I had something to do with this, and then avoided it. Yeah. Like, just, you know, just to put it... She's like, oh, we'll deal ever, with it later. Did you ever have that conversation with her and be like, okay, it's not your fault, but it was like it was hurtful because it's one thing to resent a person it's another thing to be like "Ooh, this is your fault Mm. I've never really sat down with her and talked about like Mm -hmm. weight and body image and stuff like that like she still doesn't know I have like problems with eating really no okay well you do that with time like you're 18 and you know I mean it makes sense that I would yeah because I mean she does yeah Well, you grow up around it and you're like, hmm, this yeah. is normal. Like, exactly. it's the same thing with like abusive, like physical abusive parents. Like, you don't see anything wrong with it until it's like you get out of the house, you come here and you're like, well, <laughs> well, shit, <laughs> well, shit. <laughs> Something tells me that was not normal. That was not normal. <laughs> Eels. <laughs> Eels. But yeah, no, Um, I would feel, I, th- I think eventually I'll sit down with her about it, but like, 
doing your own time. Yeah, yeah. it's like a, it's a lot to like drop on her. Like, because hey, by the way, this happened. Uh, um, I'm over it, but it is your fault, bitch. <laughs> yeah, I'm getting through it. Um, but I still will always like have that little neural pathway that says, "Hey, you should like eat a whole lot and then not eat for a few days." Yeah, you know? I mean, I I feel like when I was like, I've never had like a severe eating disorder. But I have like gone. I've been really heavy, and then I've I'm I'm very much like a routine person. Mm-hmm. So like, even when I was like doing badly, that was a routine to me still. So yeah. like, I couldn't change out of it. See, I feel the same way. Like I used, I would get into like the um, swing of like binging, mm-hmm. and then it would feel like, um, you know, you eat one bad thing in the day, and it's like okay, now I have to binge again. Like it's yeah. that's the routine. You eat one bad thing, and then you binge. Yes. Because I at my heaviest, I mean, granted, I'm 6'3". I was like 225. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd grown up being an athlete and like running and doing like every single sport there was. And then COVID hit. And then I started doing a lot of drugs, which made that so much worse. Mm-hmm. Like I was smoking a lot of weed and I was like, hmm, damn, that Intamin's cake looks real good right now. And I eat the whole thing. Oh, she fucking that shit. Up. Oh, I was, like, I was yeah. fucking that shit up. I was fucking my life up. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it'll do the drugs will do that. <laughs> yeah. So at my heaviest, it was just like, I started to become comfortable with just like, it was more of like a mindset of, I don't care what people think about me. I don't care about myself. So it doesn't really matter like what happens because like, it, I, like I was just mad at everybody. I think I was too mad at everyone to be like, care what they thought. And then that made me like not care about my life and how healthy I was. And I, not that being overweight is like unhealthy i mean you can eat a lot and still but, live a happy life you know the way we were living was not not healthy, healthy. yeah because yeah. it just depends on your situation but like i was just eating like literally like probably like 10 meals a day and just being like well time to do it all over again yeah. and I, it was yeah for me i would like um go into the kitchen and like um like I eat, eat like a little bit of one thing, a little bit of another thing, and then I would go back for more of each little thing, and then eventually I would like have gotten through like a ton of food. Yeah, it was the weirdest thing. It was so so wacky. Yeah, so wacky, so strange. Mm-hmm. But no, I was I really struggled with like the um, restrict in high school. Yeah, like the binging and restricting because I would like um, eat a whole lot. I think it's called like non-purging bulimia when you just like eat a whole lot and then like maybe you the wait. guilt hits and you wait. Yeah. So I would like not eat for like four days. I think. Oh yeah, no, I was never that extreme. I passed out a couple times. Really? Yeah, it was it was bad. Not in public, but like you know, in my bathroom, I like hit my head once. Oh my god! Holy shit! I was like, bro. Like. And then I went <laughs> down. I was bro, and then I went downstairs like all wobbly because uh-huh. my parents didn't know about this. And I said, I feel sick. I kind of want to eat an apple. So I had an apple, and I was like, okay, good for the day. <laughs> an <laughs> apple a day keeps the doctor away. <laughs> Keep the doctor away, bitch. The doctor's like, bro. The doctor's like. Ew. The doctors were also mean to me about my weight as well. That's a question that I wrote down. Yeah. Like, oh. what is your experience with doctors? Because the first time, like, we met, you're like, I have a doctor's appointment next week, and the last thing from 2015 says um, obesity. <laughs> <laughs> the most iconic thing. Yeah. Childhood obesity child- spotted. <laughs> L detected. Real, real. Real, real obesity. <laughs> okay. Oh my God. So tell me your experience with doctors because. I had a guest on here a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. who um, had anorexia, and she said that her experience with doctors, it wasn't completely positive, but it helped her. Do you think that that helped you? No. So tell me your experience with it. Um, I think that 
when doctors don't know like what the problem really is all they see is like you know the weight yeah. like specifically if you're overweight i don't know if you remember going to the doctors when you were overweight but like yeah no they they're were not cruel passive aggressive like i was like seven years old and the doctors were like you should lose weight yeah like i was like a little kid and i was like i don't even know what that means like i learned to be ashamed of my weight like by like I, age like eight before you're even fucking conscious yeah you know like, when you just when you literally have baby weight mm-hmm. like it was always going to distribute and it was always going to be okay but like they made me think it was like something so like shameful i had a do- doctor once asked me like um essentially if i'd been bullied yet for my weight like they made me feel like it was like something a that horrible was, thing yeah that you needed to get they rid of like, immediately people mean to you at school about this and i was like what i'm seven i just want my peanut butter and jelly bro and i'm just trying to eat disorders like I love. <laughs> You're sick. No, seriously. I'm like, bro, y'all. And like, she was like teaching me, like, this isn't a bad thing. She was like teaching me about portion sizes and stuff. But like, I mean, that's her job. But it's like, at the same time, like, that would be different if you were 18. Yeah. You're a kid. I couldn't even like. I didn't understand it. How could you? And that, but I just knew that it was something to be ashamed of. Mm-hmm. And so, but like, even when at my like thinnest, I felt like hideous. Like I hated myself so much. Yeah. Like. I can't even tell you how much I hated myself, like, all throughout my adolescence and, like, teen years, and even up until, like, recently. I mean, I, like, honestly, like, your personality is just so intoxicating, and, like, it's my favorite thing to be around you, but, like, I can, I I think why we get along so well is just because you've been through it. You've been through it, and you've grown, and you've changed, and, like, you've, I think, I don't know, but you seem very, very happy to me now. Um, But, yeah, like, I think we've both had our (laughs) fair share of, like, fucked up shit happened mm-hmm. to us and honestly i think that's why like you're such a good person because you know how it feels to feel horrible mm-hmm. and how like were you ever were you ever bullied for it yeah i yeah. didn't have friends who were nice to me about like just off the bat like about who i was as a person or my weight <clears throat> until like high school really? like all my like middle school friends were mean to me like like not even just about my weight just like about how i looked in general like i felt like the most hideous person in the world mm-hmm. like it was it was crazy like i felt so like dis- i felt like it was going to inhibit me getting jobs like that's how ugly i felt oh. all the time that makes you want to like want to kill someone i felt so bad and it was like and the, the worst part was like my mom didn't know that she was having this effect but like i felt like i was like i'd go to school and get criticized and, and then i would go come home. home and be criticized like and i was then never safe go to the doctor and, and be criticized yeah. yeah and there was no kindness like it was mm. just like bad and you're so kind i know that's the thing it's yeah, I know it's kind of, like, narcissistic to be, like, I'm a nice person, but I was never one of those people that, like, took out my anger or my pain on others. You just I just took, took it. it. Yeah. Like, I was never mean to people in middle school at all. Yeah. Like, I never bullied anyone, but people were so mean to me, like, unrelentingly. Yeah. And I was just, like, at one point, I just, like, was, like, okay, it's okay. I hate I myself. and that, that is what it is. Like, I, and then when I got good friends, I started to be, like, um, I started to miss I, I didn't believe them when they were the nice pain. to me. I, I missed the pain because I felt it. like at least they were honest. So mm. if my friends are like, oh, you look beautiful today, I'd be like. No, I don't. I kind of miss when they would just say that I looked bad. Because no. then I feel like they're at least being honest because honesty is so important to me. Honesty is important, but that is not honesty. Mm-hmm. That is somebody like looking for either we're looking for a problem or like even yesterday. Like you see it in adults. Like I was at work yesterday Oh my god, this made me so mad, girl. Oh my god. Um, I'm about to like throw a tantrum right now. This woman came up to me, and this is something that I've struggled with. Like my experience with bullying is my personality. Mm-hmm. It, it was my height, but like, ooh, you're tall. I'm like, ooh, you're short. Like, <laughs> like, <laughs> <laughs> Texas. <laughs> 
Anyway. Anyway. Bitch. Uh, oh, sorry. Sorry. Oh, what the hell? <laughs> I'm going to check if that just shorted out. <laughs> oh, my God. I hope it didn't. No, it didn't. Okay, okay. we're good. <laughs> what the hell? Oh, anyways, my anyways, God. The story. Okay. <laughs> anyway, um, this lady came up to me and was like, hey, yo, can we sit at this... Um, we sit at this table and they didn't have no reservations and i was being nice and i was like yeah yeah take it but they're at the bar so i was like okay you guys got to pay out the tab like you guys can sit here but someone just got to get up and pay it because if you don't pay it you will not be sitting here i'm gonna execute you i'm gonna shoot you <laughs> i've got Execution a gun in style. my purse i've got a gun in my purse i've got vibrating panties on <laughs> Like, this is, like, fucked up. <laughs> but I love it. I love it. We're talking about binge eating and vibrating panties. They're like, we're getting, we're, like, there's, this is what I said. Remember how, like, I ask a question, it'll flow into the next thing, yeah. and then we could be funny, and then, like, it's, there's like. dips and valleys. They're di- You're so right. You're the one. Anyway. um, So, I was, like, you guys got pay at the tab. And she was, like, why? And it, like, I just got a middle school flashback, and I was just, I got the anger, oh, Trisha, the God. anger that filled within me, because it was just, like, high school mean, like, middle school, oh, like, mean girl. Yeah. Like, and, like, you think that people grow out of that? Mm, they don't. And, like, that's why I think, like, people like me and you and, like, a lot of people, like, we've met some good eggs here, I think. Definitely. We've met I've some met good eggs. a lot eggs. of great people here. But there's some people here and just in this environment and in school and in this city where like people don't grow out of that and it's crazy and i'm like honestly like there are a lot of things that make me mad in my life like that i've done to myself but like the one thing i don't regret is going through it because mm-hmm. it makes you so aware of other people how rude they can be how awful they can be like it makes you a kinder person i think that's mm-hmm. why me and you are like you can't see this because we're in, we don't got video yet, mm-hmm. but I'm crossing my fingers because we're two peeps in a pod. <laughs> the gang <laughs> <all> here. No. <laughs> that was so good. You're like, I love turning purple. <laughs> I love being purple. I love being. Just call me daddy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I got some um some more questions. Right, right. We got we're halfway through. Um, no Hell yeah, me. brother. Hell yeah, brother. <laughs> like I feel like if me and you had a kid, it would be Theo Vaughn. Yeah 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 i'm trisha i'm trisha paid as trish like fish okay (laughs) anyways ask the question okay (laughs) um okay so we're gonna get to the helpful side we've talked about some some of your some of your problems some of your issues what were some of your coping mechanisms healthy coping mechanisms that you used you know because you seem happy to me now you seem at least you do. I to don't want to like, speak for to you. To, like, get better? To, like, help yourself and try to get out of, like, that that cycle. Because we're never fully out of it, but mm-hmm. we, we are striving to be better. What were some of those tools that you used? I think, um, I mean, art definitely helped. Mm-hmm. You know, expressing myself via that. Because I was a very sad freaking teenager. Still am yeah. a little bit, but, like, you know, we're working on it. Yeah. Um, but, you know, I would, I would paint, I would draw. And most of the time, it wasn't, like, the actual, like, therapy of painting and drawing. It was the distraction of it. Because right. the thing about binge eating is that it's when you're sitting idle and, like, by yourself, like, in your room and you think, damn, nobody's home. The kitchen is fully available and I could fuck that shit up right now. Yeah, you're but right. But you just got to distract yourself. Like, going for walks, t- 
hitting hitting up a friend and being like, hey, like, you want to go do something? Like, even if you end up eating a lot with that friend, it probably won't have been a binge. Go out of control. It won't go out of control because you have somebody there to, like, not, like, necessarily babysit you. But, like, I don't know. When you're going along with somebody else's routine, it helps you, like, build your own when you don't have one anymore. Yeah. When everything feels like shit and, like, crazy, like it's hitting the fan, it's good to have somebody else who you hang out with, like, pretty frequently who has a better routine than you. You're right. I never thought of it like that. Mm-hmm. I, I've never, like, thought of it like that. I've before. never, like, put much thought or effort chew, into these thoughts. Chew, bro, chew. Yes, crazy, because bro. That, like, that's so interesting to me because, honestly, with my experience, just in growth in general, was, like, I had my mom say it to me when I was over break. Because I'm, I'm very, like, once I, once I get to one routine, like I said, nobody's getting through that wall mm-hmm. of, like, the way that I do things. And I was just like, distracting yourself is bad because I'd rather feel everything as the feeling. And if I distract myself, it's going to bottle up, which is not true all the time. Mm -hmm. Like, I feel like sometimes like, unless you're like, you just something really horrible happened, like don't push that down. But like for like little stuff. And if you feel something is coming up or a thought or like episode is coming up, like distract yourself. I never did that because I was like distracting yourself is bad because mm-hmm. it's going to bottle up because that's how I am. Yeah. But the thing about those feelings, like the binging feeling, because it always comes from the thing about me that the, was the problem was that I ate when I was like happy, sad, like any feeling was mm-hmm. when I ate, which meant I was binging all the time. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but like, I don't know that it, those feelings are fleeting, how intense they are. Like, I think you're the same way. I feel things very, very strongly. Me too. Yeah. Like very strongly, like not in like the TikTok way, but I'm pretty, em- I'm very much empath energy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I feel like I feel what everyone else around me is feeling and it would get overwhelming. But those are the the strength of that feeling uh, is always fleeting. And if you can just get through that, like, intensity, like that first intense moment, usually it's a lot easier to combat it. uh, You're right. After that. You're so insightful. No, like, actually, like, you're so, like, you're so wise and... I'm so glad we're little friends. And Me too. It's so cool. <laughs> and later, guys, I'm not vegan anymore. She's not vegan. I've been telling everybody because I'm just so damn mm-hmm. proud of myself. And mm-hmm. I did it for two years. Two years was yesterday. And later after this podcast episode and we're done, um, Trish is going to hold my hand. And I'm going to eat some chicken. Mm-hmm. It's going to be magical. We should have invited that Starbucks guy over. <gasps> he did fuck up my order big time, though. That's okay. He, he tried his best. <laughs> he tried his best. He okay. did try. I love him. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. Um, and then I have... Okay. Um, have you ever gone to therapy or, like, taken any meds for anything and... Oh, I just burped. Um, it's okay. It was yummy. I was like... <laughs> uh, um... <laughs> Damn, Shawty. Damn, Shawty. <laughs> damn. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, did you ever go to therapy or anything, or do you consistently go to therapy? Have you ever done that? No, but I need to. Like, to be honest, like, I really should have. Like, I mm-hmm. really would have benefited from it. I just come from a family that is very much, like, I don't know. We, we If you are, like, um, capable of doing so, like, you do internalize the feelings. Mm-hmm. Like, weakness was not the thing. Like, really like it, they sh- my family was very supportive always of like my dreams they always advocated for me but like you know if I was having like if I was like angry or like really upset or sad or like it was not like the moves to like express that really no so I like for example like my like there used to be a lot more like fighting and stuff in my family when we I was younger but then they kind of mellowed out as we got older but like um after after they all mellowed out like you know all my family members like it just became 
if if somebody was mad at somebody else, it was like a cold ignoring anger oh, that you let like human. yeah that you let linger fester fester like that's the vibe. So okay. I just like there were times that I definitely needed therapy very badly like very badly and I just would not ask have for access for it yeah no. and I think my my parents would have helped like it's not like they don't believe in like mental illness or anything but I don't know it just didn't feel appropriate or something or like it never felt like the right time to ask for help um have you ever like talked like, talk to a psychiatrist or like doctors like that like nobody at all no really no I think you would find that helpful I think I would as well yeah but I am on um like Prozac okay like I recently got on to like the right like anti-anxiety good 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 and because they're doing it for anxiety but i'm also struggling with depression they don't know about that but it'll do the same job <laughs> it will do the same job and yeah, i but, will um, end up but also um hormones have played a big part in that so i recently started birth control and it's like made i didn't realize how abnormal it was to be crazy three weeks out of the month <laughs> apparently that's not normal you're so right with your period right yeah yeah no because i have the same problem like over break that was the worst my period has ever been in my entire life. Is it like painful? It's for you? it's painful. I don't have a crazy period, but I have my hormones. My hormones are nuts. I get awful hormonal acne. Me- it's the worst. And then I am crazy. Like I'm so like off my rocker. Yeah, like that. Like I, I, I started freaking out about yeah. this film thing. Yeah, like, and I apply. I mass applied to a bunch of schools and was like, I'm not gonna get in. I'm not gonna get in. See, I'm not that's gonna crazy. get in. Like I was at. You're insane. See, <laughs> so you're crazy. Like, if some if someone goddamn closes that door, why can't nobody just close the damn door? Just close the door. Put the stopper in if you don't want Housekeeping. it to be closed. Housekeeping. Housekeeping. <laughs> no, girl. This floor, no shade, but full shade. Y'all some crazy bitches. Dirty. Dirty. Ass. Dirty. Dirty rats. <laughs> okay. I have to like keep checking because like sometimes when people scream, it shorts the Ooh. damn thing out. That would be something that I would do. One time, me and my sister, and she screamed, like, <gasps> like, just, like, because she got overwhelmed <laughs> or something. This. I would eat it, too. The, mm. Honestly, this setup, isn't this setup, like, it's so, it's so Bro, chill. Bro, I'm cozy as fuck. It's cozy, right? Bro, I'm comfy. I'm the comfiest I've ever been. Really? Right now, I'm so comfy. I could, like, be so comfortable forever right now. <laughs> comfy AF. Because I was thinking... <laughs> I was thinking about to start to um, record this with video. Ooh. And I w- wouldn't it be cute if I set up like my little lamp and my little yeah. diffuser right here and I'd put a projector behind me with like a, a cool background and I'd record our little podcast. I would fuck that shit up. I would fuck that shit up as well. Because sometimes there are certain expressions on our faces that cannot be understood. I know, right? I know. Because when I, mm, I th- I'm thinking about doing it. Because I have my camera over there. I just. You should do it. It's, uh, well, I do this every two weeks now, so I'm thinking I should probably start it up. Oh my God, yesterday, this was the nicest thing that has ever happened to me. Yesterday, this, um, this guy at work came up to me. <laughs> Trisha just made a face and it made me laugh a little bit. Um, this DJ, he was like our DJ and he's like. Not his name. His name is DJ Flipside. He's so cool. I love, I him. love him. Shout out DJ Flipside. I'm actually, I'm going to link his stuff in the stuff below because That's I so love iconic. him so much. Um, he came up to me and he was like, are you doing your podcast tomorrow? And I didn't even know that he listened to it. And I was like, what? what? And he was like, you got, you got real potential for real. Like, I'm not even kidding. Like me and my friends were listening to no. it. Like some Howard Stern shit. I was like, you are Howard. I kind of look like him. No, seriously. Like he like that, like made like my whole, He's like Jewish, you're Jewish. Like, <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> 
y'all remember that Howard Stern podcast when he was asking Harry? He was like, yo, your parents divorced. Are you gay? Are you gay? Are you gay? <laughs> gay. <laughs> a A wrong. Gay. Sorry. We're just like two walking like Gen Z. Like it's no, like really chronically bad. Chronically online detected. Chronically online <laughs> oh detected. God. This That's is so cute though. He was so sweet. He like I almost started crying and I was at work. I was just like like moving to New York, like I was wishing for that specific moment to happen with a person like that. Because like oh he has a big following and like it like he was like even though he said potential, I was like <clears throat> but I was just like it no that didn't even matter i was it just like made everything that i do it just made it so much better yeah and i needed to hear that and i'm happy that you're my guest and we're talking about the stuff that we're talking about even though we were joking around like i'm just having fun and this is fun and i love maybe for you (laughs) (laughs) honestly like i told trisha the other day like i haven't had a friend like you since i was a little kid like, and I didn't grow up with a lot of friends. Like, I had a childhood best friend that lived a couple doors down from me, and she was really funny like you. And we grew apart because she was a theater kid, and I was like, fuck them gays. And mm. I'll hate those homosexuals. They <laughs> <laughs> disgust me. But coming out of your mouth, I'd believe you. No, you said that, and I, I didn't know that, you. With that accent. I'll, don't, I'll just, I don't care if you're blue, red, green, or purple, poke dolled it. <laughs> then I proceed to say the most racist thing you've ever heard in your life. A normal like normal day in, in West Virginia. However, West Virginia and Virginia are different because West Virginia was not part of the Confederacy. They You're were part right. of the Union, so make it make sense, West Virginia. Also, the people in West Virginia shout out to the people in West Virginia flying the Confederate flag when you weren't even part of the Confederacy, you dumb fuck. <laughs> Just one fuck. They worship Robert E. Lee. Bro, he literally was like, Yeah, no, we lost. Like that flag is stupid. He literally said that <laughs> word for word. I'm quoting him directly. Direct quote. Direct quote. Direct from, from Robert E. Lee. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, can I borrow some of these? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's another reason why me and Trisha are friends is because, like, I... What the fuck did you... No. <laughs> it was, like, the end of the semester, and, like, I love Trisha, but this made me, like, oh, she's the one. She's You're the one I've been looking for my whole mm-hmm. life. You said, like, basically in our figure drawing class, <laughs> we have to draw, like, these shadow figures, right? And sometimes there's 10 seconds and 30 seconds. I think it was like 10 seconds. And like, they were just so bad. Like all of ours, like all of ours were just really messy. And Trisha was like, who are these people? (laughs) SpongeBob. I don't think I've laughed like that. And like, and like Chloe didn't get it. She was like, what? And I was like, Trisha was just crying, laughing. And our professor was like, hey, you guys. Oh, I miss him. I miss oh, Day. Day, I hope you're doing good. I hope he listens. You know what? I'm going to send this to him and be like, hey. Listen to this. We mentioned you. We talked out. mad shit about you. Mm-hmm. Oh, um, remember the look he gave that girl? When she, oh. when he corrected. Bro was fed up. Bro, like, he had the most vacant <laughs> expression, but also like those judging eyes. <laughs> oh, he's so nice. He's great. No, we did. We'd had some really good professors our first semester. To um, be honest, I feel really lucky with all of my professors so far. Yeah. Like, I haven't had any that are, like, insufferable. Yeah, honestly, last semester was good, but it wasn't perfect. Like, I had a couple like this. Oh, my God. I don't even care. He's, he's, uh, he's, um, he's pretty old, so I don't think he's going to listen. <laughs> I was just thinking about doing that, like, a minute ago. Um, he, so he was in our class. Um, he was my professor. He was, like, a six to nine 
9.30 class. 9.30. What he would the only, What the? But sometimes he'd let us leave at, like, my English professor, he was like, he'll, he'll, we'll walk in and we're out. It's, it starts at 2 and we'll leave at 2.30. Every time. And he's like, Bro all right. Bro pussy the- from the back. <laughs> <laughs> but this one time, like, we had, like, a lot of exchange students from China in our class. And um, he did this thing it was the worst thing i've ever like it was like like a <gasps> like everyone in the class shocked. went <gasps> um so basically our, our assignment was to do like a, a self-portrait um yeah. and sometimes he'll like mess with our own projects and be like this is how you make it better and he'll go into photoshop he took this girl from um china and put a bunch of anime characters behind her and he was like i feel like you'd fit in with this crowd so i just i felt like i knew <laughs> <laughs> you know what i don't care <laughs> like I don't care if you're polka dot brown, uh, green, black, white, green, or polka dotted. Everyone's equal, Mars. And yeah, I, I feel like all lives matter. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's, that's the energy. That was him. He that was him. Me. And everyone was like, <gasps> like you know when like something like really weird happens in class and you hear everyone kind of gasp mm-hmm. or like uh, the collective like bitch what? Yeah, like pardon, pardon, pardon. Um, so that was pretty bad because he would he would always like. Only like the Asian girls in our class, like to model, he would only be like, mm, "You're so like." While he was taking the picture, he's like, "You're oh, you're so beautiful." I'm like, "Do you want a room, sir? Do you want a private room with this girl?" Um, but like, I offered to model one time, and he said no. He said, "You're actually a white woman." He's like, "I don't like them." I don't like them white women. He was a white man himself, and he was well into his late seventies. Bro has a mail order bride at home. <laughs> But he was nice. Um, then he showed us this nude nice. photography series that he did of this Asian woman. So like that kind of brought it all together at the end of the semester. What a story. I was like, like that is such a like um he's, narrative. He's just uh, so that was a bad professor I had. Um, this is literally him. I'm a creep. <laughs> I'm a widow. What the hell is going <laughs> on? Just like What was the craziest experience that you've had in college so far? Ooh, like um, just like in the on campus like in class just any honestly last week with that sketch thing that was that, iconic. that was crazy that was iconic. but we won't talk about it we but we know we know okay so tell me like not even crazy like party crazy like no like what the what like in new york yes okay let me think i mean i have so i have the type of face that like i look really friendly and everyone approaches Approach. me so I get approached by the crazies of New York all the time, and it's great. It's the best. So I one time had this guy come up to me and my friend Mark um, in, in uh, I think it was Union Square Park. Um, he came up to us. He said, y'all look like artists, but he said it in a New York accent. Y'all look like art. Oh, wait, no, that's Forrest that's, Gump. That's, <laughs> and that's all I got to say about no, that. No, um, but he came up to us. He was like, y'all look like artists. He was, And he talked to us for a while about that. He was like, I love your art. Like, you're so good. Bro was definitely a little crazy. Like, his fit was, it was nuts. It was iconic, though. <laughs> it was nuts. It was nuts. Bro was neon. Um, And then he was like, ah, you know, I do very, like, artsy little TikToks. Like, let me show you. And he proceeded to have us look up his TikTok account on our phones and we went into them, and they were just, like, videos of him with, like, a psychedelic background talking about conspiracy theories and, like, chemtrails and shit. And he got so excited that he was showing it to us that he started doing lunges. 
and like hopping up and down like he was so excited to be showing us meanwhile like his like crazy friends are like circling us and like he's making sure they don't like attack he's like guys y'all are y'all are chilling like y'all can hang out somewhere else like he was like the ringleader or something but he was chill with us because we were artists not attack he was like guys are good they're good he literally did i was like okay work you're at union square that's your fault that's true actually (laughs) that's your fault that's true i was like but it was so silly and we were like wow these are like really good like you should like pursue this professionally what kind of conspiracy just like the moon land was fake yeah shit like that like just like the classics and he would talk about them for like minutes at a time with like loud like blasting music in the background and like psychedelic you couldn't even hear him it's just he's just like no whose phone is ringing it's the timer that we say we're gonna do five more minutes five more five five more a five minute timer all right um so let's close with our closing argument okay um so i got let's see what kind of questions we're gonna end on a positive note because we got we got a mixture of comedy in here we got a mixture of um storytelling and we got a mixture of the topic that we did and i think that's very good because sometimes when you talk about something for too long it's like that shit's monotonous as fuck yeah what does that word mean monotonous like monotone like boring too much at once new word new word new word dropped okay Mm. How frequently? <laughs> I did it. Um, my name is Mr. Strawberry. Mm. Sorry. My <laughs> name is um, Kathleen. <laughs> That's you don't know how to pronounce my Wiz- last name. Wisnecki. Cringe. Cringe. Um, I don't know. Let's just do like a closing argument of like. Where are you right now? Where do you plan to be with um, how you struggle with your um, your issue that you've had in the past? Where, how do you feel with it now? Do you feel at peace? Do you feel like you're you're still struggling, but you're coming to peace with it, yeah. and that's your goal? Yeah, I st- I'm still struggling with it. To be honest, the, how busy life is in New York is helping a lot. Good. Like, it's like distractions galore. Like, I can, like, uh, there's always something to do. Um, and I, I noticed that going home, like, made it worse again. Really? Yeah. Like, they weren't, like, being judgmental or anything. It was just the environment. It was, like, the environment triggered it. But here, I'm, you know, I'm chilling. The walking helps, like, balance mm-hmm. it out. Like, if I do have a binge, I don't feel as bad if I walk a bunch. Good. Good. That's good, though. It's good. So, I'm doing a lot better. I'm happy. I'm doing a lot you. better mentally in general. Like, I'm the most confident I've ever been here. And I feel it. Like, that's not just you think that. Like, I, when I first met you, I was like... I want to be friends with this girl. You're like, she's like low-key cringe, but low-key awesome sauce. No, you're not cringe at all. If anything, I'm cringe. And then you brought out the funny side of me. Like, I'm not funny with anybody. Like, I'm funny with you. Really? Yeah, because I think I consider myself funny, but up here in my head. Mm -hmm. I don't consider myself, like, Like outwardly funny. Like, you're mental. You're (laughs) crazy. Like, mentally, like... Um, I'm pretty funny with Elise, too. I love Elise. Yeah. Elise is a real one. Yeah, I love her so much. I want her. I'm going to bring her on um, next week for Bipolar. Ooh. So that is going to be an interesting episode. Lock the North Pole and... <laughs> <laughs> but um, do you plan on... Do you want to move here? Or you yeah, think you want to stay here? I think I'm going to stay here. Good. Or at least um, definitely Northern. Like, I'm not going to like live in West Virginia okay. after this. I think that'll be good for you. I, I think agree. I think you've had your granola, um, your little granola, like, west. I'm yeah, not west, I've had southern. my moment. My southern bell moment. But you could, ha- I, I can imagine you in, like, little Brooklyn with your little farmer's markets. I want to go shopping for some vegetables. And you go, have you have you gone to the Chelsea Flea Market yet? No. <gasps> Is that open today? It's President's Day. Probably not. 
We should go. We one should time. go though. I Maybe it is gone. open today though. We should check after should this. Double. But I'm gonna do my little outro. Okay. I'm so happy. Is it a song? Goodbye, okay. goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, chill. Yo. Yo, chill. All right. Um, I'm gonna leave your your stuff in the link in the description. Is there any like website? Or, like, you got anything else except for your Instagram that you want to leave down below? Nah, follow my art Instagram, um, at sketchvesselart, all one word. It's lit, it's crazy, it's movie. And it's the be- it's movie. Your <laughs> life's a movie. If I had three words to describe my Instagram, it would be lit, crazy, movie. <laughs> Project X. Lit, crazy, Last mo- night was a movie. <laughs> Um, but you could check out my website at www.catwasnesky.com. Um, follow, you know, don't don't be jerking off in in my peripheral. Don't tell me what to do. <laughs> um, it's my penis. I can do with it what I want. <laughs> um, but you can submit to my Patreon. You could do you do like three dollars a month if you want. Only if you want though. No, um, you gotta. You gotta put the money. Put the money, money in, in the, the bag. <laughs> <laughs> Turn the other way. <laughs> but um, put yo, it look, in! put it in. Um, but yeah, anyway, I'll see you guys in two Tuesdays, me and Trishel, or see you on the flip side. (laughs) See you on the flip side, losers. Bye. Bye.